we have to create the right vibe, you know, the energy and everybody at the organization has to feel so privileged to be here. It's, it's no other way. Thanks for listening to the Purely Arsenal podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Purely Arsenal FP for all the latest Arsenal podcasts. Welcome to a first post-match edition of a Purely Arsenal podcast for the 2020-21 season. We're top of the league, Neil. How are you doing, mate? Top of the league. Top of the league. What can we say? And it will end that way come the end of the season. Oh, love it. If, if they voided it now, if there was a big outbreak, would we Would we win it? Is that, you know, would we be given the title? You know, no, of course, we're not Liverpool. Liverpool. We're not called yeah, Liverpool. No, nah, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't want it. We've won enough. We wouldn't want it. We've had we, two trophies we, in the last month. We, they could void it after 37 games. It would be like 20 points clear and we wouldn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what would happen. Yeah, the BBC would come out and say, well, yeah, it's it, not to be honest. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know, it would be that way. That's, that even, was my issue. Even if we won all 37 games. Well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, unbelievable. But what a terrific uh, start. I've also got Chief Editor, Top Man Anthony Palm with me. How you doing, Anthony? Jack, uh, I'm great, man. Uh, I said this to you earlier, too. The uh, team conceded from a set piece and it wasn't Arsenal yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling amazing Fantastic. and we were trying to rack our brains maybe Neil knows but off the top obviously not talking direct penalties and things like that but from a corner I'm trying to I'm sure it was last season probably maybe earlier than I think but we don't score many put it that yeah. way from, from corners so it's fantastic but um, let's just discuss a few things I want to get your opinions on it it's going to be not like our perfect analysis for games as usual which is um, un forward, not measured by anyone, perfect, never have a problem with it, everyone loves it. Obviously, because the game just ended five minutes ago, it's mm. going to be a little bit more, you know, we might might forget a few, few moments from the game, but this is what I remember from the lineup. What struck me when I first saw the lineup was um, was no Saliba in the squad, no Cedric in the squad, no Nelson in the squad, that struck me um, initially, but I do think we have to caveat the, um, the um, I can hear someone breathing a little bit in the back. Oh, sorry, Anthony. Mic off, mate. Um, there you go, you got it. He, he's the sound man. He, he knows. He knows, he knows Come on, <laughs> um, um, So, but, but but I do think we do need because you know I went on Twitter and, and sort of posted. But we do have to understand that it's a, a post-COVID or still in the, the pandemic, and and sometimes players will be. I think more than ever, players will be removed from squads and not show up in squads, and and you, you're going to have to just take it as face value. If you see it on a consistent basis, obviously, then maybe we, it's something to discuss. But you know, if someone walks in with a temperature slightly elevated. I presume they're not in the squad because that's part of the protocols and there's going to be things like that. So there's going to be reasons that we're not aware of that where, where a player just pops in and pops out of the squad. So I'm not that concerned by those admissions, though the Cedric one does sort of uh, it sort of raises my eyebrows a little bit more because I don't really feel in my heart that he's featured that much since he's come in. I know he was injured, but even when he wasn't injured, I felt like he was very in and out of the squads and obviously he couldn't feature at all in the FA Cup. So I want to see what you think sort of thoughts on that one are. But um, Anthony, what did you think of the... That, that's the squad and obviously Erzul and Guendouzi weren't included, which I think some people were surprised at considering they'd been re-included into the, into the group. What were your thoughts overall on the first team lineup, um, Anthony? touch on the fact that the two surprises for me were El Nenny keeping his spot from the Community Shield over Ceballos and um, Gabriel making his debut. They were the two surprises for me. What about you? 
Yeah, I, I was surprised that that Gabrielle started. Uh, I was pleased that he started, but I, I just didn't expect it so soon. Um, I'm not sure. Do we know why Saliba didn't start? There is no reason other than phasing him in, according to Charles Watts on Twitter. That's um, okay. He's a pretty reliable guy with them. Um, I thought that was interesting that we're not phasing in Gabrielle, but we're phasing in. So, so I don't know, but Arteta, I'm trusting Arteta with that one. So Do you think um, that's. I was sorry to interrupt you. Um, do you think that. I mean. Uh, there's an age gap there. He's 22. Saliba's 20, uh, 19. However, you're right. Because Saliba has been far more around the squad than um, than the, than Gabrielle. And I feel like Saliba's probably been playing more football. But uh, both of them haven't really. Their season's ended early, I guess. Um, because they, they've kind of um, cancelled the, the French League season, didn't they? So it's a hard one to judge. But but again, uh, I don't want to just say it, but Gabrielle is an Arteta signing. Saliba isn't. I'm not saying... Saliba wouldn't have been signed anyway under Arteta, but um, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to go into that. But Gabriel is for sure um, an Arteta signing. We've, we've seen all the backroom changes yesterday, you know, with the the new title for Arteta and the the new responsibility that's been given to him. So it's definitely a Arteta signing, isn't it, Anthony? Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure if that has anything to do with him featuring. No, but, I don't think so. I mean, that that definitely is a good point, though. I, I forgot the age difference because Saliba he doesn't act like a 19 year old. You know, so that's why I, I kind of did forget about that. Now, now that you bring it up, maybe I guess that makes a little more sense. Um, El Neni featuring, that was interesting. <laughs> I think he did all right today. Um, I just didn't expect it. I guess we all were just riding so high on Danny coming back that maybe we just assumed he slots right back in, but maybe he needs another week or two. But, I mean, he looks rearing to go. Um, obviously, if you want to talk about that, pre-game thing we could talk about that if you want after no but, I, I think it's a good time to talk about it now so for those I'm sure everyone's seen it by now but um, there was a pre-game scuffle well, what did you think of it because I, I I mean I've not seen anything quite like that in a pre-game warm-up with us sorry my child screaming in the background um, we're in a pre-game warm-up for a, well for, for a while you know what, what were your thoughts on it Anthony it's one of those things where part of me is like what are you doing like like why are you risking something like that right before a game and then another part of me is like, that's what I want to see from a player. You know what I mean? Obviously, I don't want, you know, anyone getting hurt, but I want to see our players like getting pissed that they're not in the lineup that, you know, like I want to see them fighting and showing they have that fire in their belly. So I'm kind of torn on it. Um, I mean, I only saw that clip real quick. I didn't really get I didn't really notice if it was malicious or if he was just kind of overly kind of anime. I, I don't know. I mean, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I thought. I thought it was a bit of bit, you know, a bit of Sabios, really. I don't think Eddie and Ketty really initiated any of that stuff. Sabios looked like he was a little bit irritated, you know. Anyway, maybe it was Eddie and Ketty was just on the end of it. Maybe there's previous there, you know, things happen in training and things like that. It's That's kind of the team. vibe I got. On yeah, it, I felt it, it more... seemed like Danny was just in a mood already, yeah. and I think well, I think it was just if El Nenny takes your place. Um, yeah, I'd be in a mood to be honest. No, and that's well, no that's, offense. Exactly. That's no offense to El Nenny. Oh, I, I actually, I, I like El Nenny. Okay, I'm getting a lot of tweets about me being negative, so I'm going to be positive. I like. You know, I've said this. I said this after Community Shield. I think El Nenny. If I knew now in October the sixth that El Nenny took Gwendozi's spot and we sold Gwendozi, I'd be absolutely fine with it. By that, what I mean is, I don't necessarily think he's as talented as Gwendozi, but I think he's far more coachable. And and. 
at this point, and mm. and Arteta, Arteta played with Elneny, I think. So you know, uh, it, I uh, think yeah. yeah. That, was that the season we brought him in? I think so. I'm sure Elneny was, and Arteta. Oh wow, well, I did remember that. I, I, I might be wrong there, but it I, seems I, like so long that ago. That does seem a long time ago. Maybe I am wrong. I'm yeah. sure the thing Arteta about uh, was around, but um, he, I mean, he's a tidy player. He's a he's a he's a, he's a six and a half out of ten player, uh, Anthony. It's not saying he, he's poor. He's he's reliable. Well, yeah, that's that's, that's the thing I don't mind about him is that he's he's a, like a rotation player. You know, like he. He's not going to win us any games, but I mean, I think the coachability, like you said, about him is is what I don't mind uh, with him being in the lineup because I think him, if he ever featured under Emery, I don't even remember if he ever featured under Emery or if Emery just loaned him out right away. Yeah, um, he was loaned. I don't remember, but um, under Emery, I could see him just making these crazy blunders and, and running all over the field kind of frantically. But That's under great. Arteta, I mean, he seems like he's he knows his role and he's sticking to it, you know? So I, I don't mind. I mean, I don't want to see him feature every match, but I, if he's got to come in for a match or two, I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, even under Wenger, I would say these last two performances of Elneny have been more encouraging for me than, than I've seen him previously. I mean, he almost scored today. A great little flip back from Lacazette. He cut inside and then it was blocked by the Fulham yeah. the, the defender. But, 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 but um, Neil, what were your thoughts? I know you don't like lineup questions, but when mm. you saw the first lineup, you have a reaction. What was your reaction when you saw it? What was your initial feelings? Because we all have it, don't we? Yeah, we do. I mean, I, I actually was surprised to see Gab, Gabby and uh, not Saliba. I mean, we, we thought about holding in the middle with Tierney and Saliba on either side of him but you know seeing Gabby in the middle I thought oh and holding on the side that's interesting so yeah it was, it was just a quick reaction it wasn't nothing more than that there was nothing to think what the hell's going on I was I, I think I was more surprised about Saliba's admission than you were Jack to be fair I'm still kind of scratching my head over it because he has been with the club a little longer and he has played more um, and from what I've seen of him he's looked pretty decent he's he's not done anything wrong. He's started in quite well into the team, but it could be an age thing. It could be a phase thing. It could be many things. I wonder if it's Um, also a matter of, do you think David Luiz being out affected this at all either? Because I think positionally, you know what I mean? Like they might, because we're playing three at the back or we can get into that as well because we kind of didn't, kind of didn't. But do you think that that would have affected it at all because maybe Luiz would have played in the middle? Whereas Gabriel Mate, came in and oh, fit in the middle. I'm it was sure. very interesting. I don't think anyone called Gabriel playing in the middle. I mean, some no. people might have said he played left side of the left three. side. I would have and thought. It, there's an argument to say, did we play a three or a four? And it did look like a four at times when we were because we had the ball a lot. But um, that, I don't think anyone called that. But the sleeper one, I agree with you in, ter- in terms of the squad, Neil. Um, it was odd that we we didn't choose to just have him on the bench unless there is something. You know what I mean? Like like I said, if there is something not COVID related, but let's just say for example, someone comes in with a temperature they're not necessarily COVID positive right but they're mm. going to have to remove them from the group they're not going yeah, to mention course, that of course. they're oh, not yeah, going to yeah, mention yeah. that it's going to cause chaos yeah. and uproar yeah. I'm just giving an yeah. example do you know what I mean so so, so I think you're going to see these random omissions more than you ever have done That's so I fine. think we're going to have to we're going to have to kind of if it's like let's say for example we're four games in and we still haven't seen Saliba in the squad then I'd yeah, be then, like yeah, yeah okay yeah, what's going yeah. on here yeah. but I, 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 I wouldn't be concerned about it now but it did struck me as well I looked and I was like we've got no defenders other than Klashnak who's not a defender no, on the bench strange. and um, so I, I, I agree with you on that and um, it was, it was great could, but couldn't that logic then be applied to your York's kind of um, uh, confusion over Cedric then it, it could, could be uh, the same logic the, the only issue there is I feel like this previous for Cedric and, right. and um, I feel like when he has had the ability to start or be included he's usually either been on the bench or sometimes mm. he's just been removed from the squad now I, I don't really know what I'm saying there I mean I can't fathom them a point where the fullback that we lose this summer is 
is Cedric mm. um, because I, I, one I don't see any takers for him um, in terms of his contract and whatnot and two we just signed him so I don't really know where I'm going with that I just found it a little bit strange not to see him included um, in the squad I think I think the reason I was so confused is because Niles was on the left, so it's not even like Niles was on the bench to sub in for Bayering. You know what I mean? That's why I was confused. But he plays you know, on the left, on the now, doesn't not he? even on the bench, and he plays quite well there. He's doing all right there, I think. Um, but to be honest, well, yeah, but I, it, it, I feel like Niles can really play either side. He can. And he can. I, yeah. I, that's why I'm saying like Niles was in the match, so it's not even like you could say, well, Niles is on the bench; he would be the natural sub for Bayering. Mm. But he was in the game, so he couldn't sub for it. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I was surprised there was no Cedric mm, even mm. on the bench. Yeah, there's, there's something happening in the fullback position. I don't I don't see all three of those being here come the end of the window still in my head. Mm. Um, but, but I could be wrong. I, I'm hoping I'm in a way I'm wrong, and it's Kalashnak that's removed, for example. Oh, but, uh, but 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 I, I, I still find it difficult to see it. But but um, I wonder if it's also a matchup type of thing. You know what I mean? Because we're playing Fulham. Fulham. I don't mean to be mean, but I mean they're not going to be the the, the no, hardest go, picture. Go, we they're have. going to struggle this you season. Know? I think it's fair to say Fulham Fulham are going to. They've not made a ton of signings. They 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 refused to do what they did a couple of years ago, which was spend big when they came up. Do you remember they spent big on some players that we, we spent a we hundred million? Yeah, yeah, and that, and that that cost them a lot. So I think they've 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 agreed that that's not what they're going to do, um, mm. or it seems like that, unless it's towards the end of the window. But but they they de- definitely going to you know I think they're going to struggle this year. It was certainly you know you got to beat the opposition that's in front of you I of think course a, you, I think it was a great game to have as our first game yeah I really do agreed. and 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 we've got to remember that we've had a, a, a quicker turnaround than almost every club um, we've had an earlier game competitively than almost every club because yeah. the community shield yeah. so you know we, we, in a way, we earned it. You know what I mean? We, in a way, it's like, yeah, you know, if we're going to get a game like that, we, we earned that one. And I'm and, glad. Yeah, yeah, the thing about those types of games, to me, it's like, what do you so, like? Wh- what would you say if Liverpool played them or if City played them? Oh, like, yeah, they we beat say them 3 0. It's not like we scraped by and won 1 0 in stoppage time. We beat them how we're supposed to beat them. It's not like. Well, we what else can you do? By, so I'm no, happy with it. Absolutely. Exactly. Agree. They're absolutely a premiership agree. team. Whether you play in the first, middle, last, doesn't matter. You've still got to do your, your job, and yeah. you did. And, and I'm glad, actually, we got an away game out of the way because we've struggled so badly away in the last two or three seasons. I'm yeah. glad we've got that away and got a clean sheet to boot. Can I just quickly also say, I, the L, the only thing, I agree with what um, uh, Anthony said there, but I think I, th- I think he's done all right. He's, he's kind of he deserved has. a spot. And I, and I feel that maybe he didn't want to rush Danny straight into to a game. I don't think it had anything to do with what happened uh, before the start of the match. I mean, that, that the, the team had already been picked. The first team had already been picked at that stage anyway. And just, just talking about that, I quite like that. I know I don't, I don't want to see players injure each other and all of that. And at the end of the day, I do want a overriding sense of uh, togetherness. But I think when it comes to playing a game, I think they should all be fired up. They should all be like having a go at each other if someone does something wrong. I don't necessarily know what has actually happened between Enkatir and Sabarazov. I don't think any of us will ever find out. But um, it just looked like Sabarazov was just overzealous. That's all it was. Yeah, it was just a bit it it was overzealous and, and it just fired into something and, and that was it. And hopefully they can put that behind them. But I don't mind that fire in their bellies. I, I like to see that. Um, no problem with it. We've said we've been too nice for years. So that kind of stuff is, is a, too nice. Is, 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 is um, you know, quite a Pleasure to see. He didn't. He didn't it's get great. asked about it in the in the post match interview, did he? Neil? Oh, no, I don't. I know he didn't get asked. Okay, well, it's not a concern. But um, let's. Uh, and I hope it just gets left between the players, and we, you know, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't need to be made into a big deal? I don't think. I mean, if it no. had, if it keeps happening, then yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Let's, I think it. I think it might just be 
like like Neil said, I think Danny was probably just pissed off that he wasn't playing, and I I, I want our players to be pissed if they're not playing. Yeah, because that means that when they do play, they're gonna give their all. So yeah. I'm good. I'm good. You know, as long as there was nothing malicious, you know, as long as we don't find out that they had like a heated argument about something not football related. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. I think. And he came yeah, on and as good as I thought, you know, as, as, as tidy as Elneny was, I thought Danny Spice came on and did some lovely little things, little, little, love oh, egg, little back heels. Um, you know, he, he looked like he, he carried on from where he left off and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him starting next week and, and then it back to the Bios. Um, you know, you had to give Elneny, you know, something, for, for that community shield as well um, mm. he, he did perform well and, you, and we know Arteta doesn't like to drop players that are in form but talking of that Neil he was forced to drop one Emmy Martinez is on the verge of joining oh, Aston Villa he got dropped out of the squad now I do, I, I do want to get onto the game we all, everyone wants to talk about the game but this is yeah, something sure, we've sure, not had sure. a chance to talk about because we didn't know he was going and we, we all put him in our starting lineups. I think three days ago um, Neil you're a big fan of Emmy Martinez I'm Massive. a big fan of Emmy Martinez is it just is it simply a sale that just has to happen though I said two weeks ago that maybe I'm coming around to the idea of keeping them both but in truth initially I never really felt that was going to happen and that's what I said and um, on weeks back um, even just post-final I think um Neil, but Neil, what's your thoughts? I think, yeah, I think you're you're, you're right. You're you're a realist, and that's you, you, it's it's right to be that way. I'm a bit of a dreamer. I, I wanted them both to be at the club. You know that. Every, everyone who knows me knows that. And I did, I thought there must be a way in rhyme of rhyme of keeping both of them. But um, obviously, it's not going to be that way. Um, I really feel sad. I thought I'm going to actually say he was flawless every game that he came on. To, after Leno's injury he was flawless he hasn't really done anything wrong um, and then to lose a player like that it kind of like suggests that's what we're not about we're, we're trying to keep our best players and we want to become a great club again in terms of being up there being successful etc etc and and so that kind of conflicted with me in terms of my feelings about it but if I try and be a bit more pragmatic about things if if his sale and maybe one other is the catalyst to maybe get a player that we need uh, desperately in a certain position so you know what I'm going to say now for example party in the CDM role uh, which I think and I'm still going to suggest that we, we we desperately need a player there um I think then then we have to move forward for the betterment of the club. We have to progress. And that could mean sacrificing those that mean a lot to you, mean a lot to the other players in the dressing room, mean to the fans. The way Emmy comes across is a very humble, down-to-earth guy, but he's also a brilliant professional. Um, and you don't want to see players like, like that, that leave, but sometimes you've got to take the hurt if it means we're going to progress as a club um, uh, in, you know, and and be successful. So, I think I've kind of kind of coming around to the idea. I don't like it. I'm hurt about it, but I, I'm coming around to the idea. And of course, having Macy in, as a sub that that suggests that there's definitely only only one outcome now. So, yeah, I think it's I think sadly it's it's something that's going to happen, and maybe it's for the best for the club anyway going forward. Yeah. Now, obviously, we want that money to be spent in that area. So if if the David Raya from Brentford links are true, he was removed from their squad today for a supposed injury. Don't mm. believe it, to be honest. No. Um, we know he's trying to get the move, but the, according to reports, is uh, to get him, it's going to be about twelve million. So I, I find that a little that doesn't bit make sense. Strange, then. yeah, I find Sorry, it very strange. Sense. I've watched. He's a good goalkeeper. He's a very modern goalkeeper. I mean, he's like a sweeper. 
I mean, right. he, he, and he's not big. He's six foot, um, mm, which is a bit strange. Same as Leno. He won the golden. He got sixteen clean sheets last season. Won the golden glove, um, mm. or shared the golden glove. So I mean, he, he's he's a good goalkeeper. Don't, don't get me wrong. But if we're going to sell Martinez. Basically, what we're saying is all we want is a backup. Otherwise, if you want competition for places, then you would have just kept Martinez. Yeah, on twenty-five grand then. a week, and and we clearly can tell that we need you know to sell players and need to finance. But uh, you know, if if we if we're truly just looking to get a backup, then 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 go ahead and get a backup. Get a loan in. Get an aging goalkeeper with experience in. Get a young goalkeeper like we did with Chesney all the way back that you think might be it. But not he's not going to be it for two or three years. Yeah. Um, but but he's going to play in the way that you want. I know what we're doing with David Rag because we want that ball playing. He's obviously from Brentford. Our goalkeeping coach, I believe, is from Brentford. Mm. So there's that link there. Um, he's a ball playing um, goalkeeper, which we look for. You know, Leno had that. Martinez has that. Mm. Um, but Martin, in the end of the day, Martinez was on twenty five grand a week, and I know he said it. I, I like Martinez, but I know he said it's not about the money. But I think there is a factor that it probably that comes yeah, into play. Of course it does. Because we offered him a new deal, it probably wasn't a deal that he wanted um, in terms they say of the, the increase of weight. Yeah, and that probably he's probably being offered sixty at Villa or something. Yeah, like that's that. exactly because what I heard. He's yeah. their number one. Our number one's on ninety to a hundred a week, and mm-hmm. we can't put two goalkeepers on ninety. You know, it's yeah. not logical yeah. for us at this point. Yeah. Um, even top top clubs that have been in the Champions League don't have two top goalkeepers. But but I'm okay with it if it's the 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 the, the deal that we rejected was fifteen million plus four million add-ons. So I'm expecting the deal to be better than that closer to mm. 20 million mm. i think you know when 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 you think in january if you had got four million for him you would have been like no that's not bad i know how good he's looked and how good he is um but it's not a bad you know it's not about not many uh, teams are recouping 20 million on a goalkeeper they don't believe his first choice now we can argue whether we believe it but the truth is that the club doesn't believe it so that's not a bad rec- like but as long as it, it has is to be 20. used properly as long as it has to be used yeah it has yeah. to be used in the right way don't go using 60% of it on a new goalkeeper no that doesn't, doesn't make sense. sense no I agree with no I don't get that that doesn't make yeah. any sense whatsoever exactly so, so but, but you just, just stand with you Neil before I go to Anthony yeah. in the first minute and a half yeah. there was a dodgy moment so yes there was where do you put the blame for that it was a ball back from Niles um, <laughs> there seemed to be a communication issue between Gabriel and Leno where, where did you put the blame I, for that um, I, I think it, I think if it had been significant and it led to a goal and then we'd maybe have lost the game, then I'd I'd probably want to dwell on it a bit more. But because it wasn't, it, it was it didn't have any relevance in the end. I'll just touch on it. Um, I think firstly, let's just say Gabby's is, is just started. Leno has come back, so that so we. I know we shouldn't give players time; they've got to be on it right from the get go. I get that, but there there may have been some misunderstanding, miscommunication because they've not played together, they've not featured before, and they've both been out for a long time. I mean, Gabby, Gabriel hasn't played for. What since March, I believe. Um, Leno yeah. has been just come back from injury, apart from the warm-up games he's played. Okay, so he's, so you've got to take that into account. Yeah. And then I think Niles Niles's ball was probably not quite. I think there was a bit of water on the pitch as well. I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, it was really yeah. weird. In the yeah. first five ten minutes, it looked like they'd almost yeah, flooded areas, yes. and it was slowing the ball down. And I was like, they've I literally. They, I thought they pit. had done that as gamesmanship because I thought that because they yeah. know that we're going to be quick. They know we're going to have the years of that quick. Part Passing. And that, 
and quite it clever was, from them, and to I be saw honest. That, that pork ball from Niles, and it just kind of just stopped almost. And and all right, it still was a poor ball by him, but I think there was just mis- miscommunication between the two. Which look, look, let's say I think Gabriel started a little bit sluggish and a little bit. The, 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 you could say there was there was there was a bit of un- not the confidence that we would expect from a from a twenty seven or whatever it was that he cost uh, cost us. But he came into the game so well after that. After a couple of little blunders, he really did. After, maybe the first five, 10, 15 minutes after that, he was magnificent. So you know. Oh. And we can't forget. No, sorry, no, that's fine. But, um, we can't forget. Like, like, look at the go- the, the good centre backs we've had in the past ten years and their debuts. Yeah, you remember Kachelli's debut? What, did he, didn't he get two penalties like away and, and like, or something like that? It, like, or, I think he might have got sent off in one of his early games. Do you know? And it's early days. One game. I, I looked at it thinking Gabriel must have thought he got a call yeah. from Leno. And like you said, don't want to dwell on it too much. But Leno didn't seem to think he yeah, made yeah. a call. Um, but I thought Le- whoever's fault it was. No, I think everyone had a part to play. Niles, Gabriel, yes. and Leno. I thought Leno did yeah, he really did. He well. He recovered it well. I thought he, he did really well. well. Yeah, he recovered it really well. He made it look like a like a training yeah. recovery when he was literally going yeah. around the goalkeeper. And I thought, yeah, again, you know, uh, as we've talked up Emmy Martinez because obviously we've been watching him and he's mm. been faultless. So, uh, but uh, there is so much pressure. Oh, massively! Leno now, out of massively. all the players, if you're looking for a scapegoat yeah. from our fans, yeah. and people say I'm negative whatnot you know that you, you know you leno mm. knows that the goalkeeper that was been in for him has been literally oh God, faultless yeah. and and leno no matter how what his confidence is no matter what he he knows he's got to be he's got to be you know as perfect as can be and and i thought he had a good performance he didn't have a lot to do but the argument for leno has been when he doesn't have a lot to do that's when he switches off every right. now and then it, you know because he's been pummeled and that's when he's been fantastic you know shot yes. stopping, shot stopping. um but I thought I had no issue with him today. Yeah, I thought he was, he was very good playing out in the back. We know we know he's good playing yeah. out the back. In fairness, we know that's one of his attributes, just mm. like Martin is. Um, don't necessarily think he has the sort of commanding presence that. Um, Martinez w- w- mm. had but again it's it's very strange for a club to go back to a, a different goalkeeper after 10 12 weeks of playing with a different one so I thought we adapted to that quite quickly and I thought it was about as good as, as Touchwood as, yeah. as it could have been but um, other than that though let's go quickly to, to, to Anthony I thought we started the game a little bit slow Anthony as may be expected um, but we were we started to develop our, our way and, and it was interesting that we kind of moved to a back four almost. We're kind of shifting Niles when we've got the ball into that left midfield, sorry, sort of like inside left role, um, which I find quite interesting. And um, but eventually, mate, we got we got the first goal through um, Lacazette, who I thought was very good. What do you think of Lacazette's performance today? I mean, you know I love Lacazette too. I mean, it, even before I ever yeah, was involved with you guys with the podcast, I would always, you know, tweet at you saying how much I loved how much I loved him and how much of a I, I think he's one of our most complete players if I'm being honest um, I mean good a good job of him just being in the right place at the right time you know as good strikers do um, I think he's the, the thing I love about Lacazette too is just how humble he is with um, with regards to like his position like place in the team and um, I think that he handled it well I think he uh like I said, he just he, he was in the right place at the right time. He cleaned it up nice and tidy. You know, it wasn't a, a fancy goal or anything, but it was the first goal of the season, so I'll take it. Oh, am I on mute? I'm back yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, back. You, Hello? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm all over the place. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a scrappy goal. It was a scrappy goal. I think, I think, yeah, you could probably say it was a, a winning assist. And when we see what happened in the rest of the game, it's fantastic to say that. Um, but, um, but, but it's so important. Do you know what? I was watching it. You, you, this is how ridiculous it is because uh, I was watching it through a UK FaceTime screen because my brother likes to speak to me during the game and UK's 30 seconds ahead. So um, I'm watching it. I can't even tell who scored. But he said before that, he said he thinks Lacazette is going to be our top goal scorer this season. Who said that? I'm not even sure if he's... Oh, my brother did. Go. And uh, I said... <laughs> I know. I said, John, I'm not even sure if he's going to be here come October 6th. And he went, oh, no, he'll be here. He'll be here. But do you know what, Neil? Um, I tell you what, if you, if you get Lacazette on form, and we you know we know the stats on his away record and goals away. I mean, if anyone needed a goal, you know, in the first game of the season to lead him into it, it mm. it's Lacazette. And it doesn't matter how it comes. And even before that and going on from that, especially first half, I felt him... And, and Gabriel, with you know, with the way he sort of grew into the game, I felt they were our best players in that first half, to be honest. Um, and the way they grew, I thought Lacazette was fantastic. And and what I mean, what what are your thoughts, Neil? I mean, would you like to keep Lacazette if he's on this kind of form? Um, I, 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 I just don't have this knack for wanting to change it, even though he's got two years left and he's 29 and financially it doesn't make any sense. I don't really care. I just want to, you know, I, I like No, I wouldn't want to change it because I, I, I just, I've always been of the ethic that if you've got a good player and he's doing well for you, why would you want to get rid of him? It doesn't make sense. This thing of us having to keep offloading our best players or our good players to, to because we were in financial strife, you know, Wenger, Wenger didn't have much of a choice when, when he was, when, when we moved into the state, the new stadium, etc. Okay, that's fine but you know we, we should be well beyond that now we should be in a we should be in a position where we pick and choose rather than having to be forced to to make decisions like that and it doesn't matter you know so what if he's a little bit older I, I'm, I'm not I'm not bothered you know Aubameyang's older than he is and look at what Aubameyang's doing I, I I think that the days of footballers coming to especially strikers coming to their peak and ending their peak around I don't know, 31, 32 are long gone. I think that the, the training methods, you know, the diets, etc. I think they can go on for far longer now. You know, people like, uh, you know, you look at footballers like Messi and Ronaldo, look what they're doing. It's just incredible. And I think they've set a new benchmark. So I, I don't think age comes into it at all. And I believe that if, if Lacazette is doing something for us and in, in, and he's a key player and, and he's he, he, in, in respect of what, how Arteta wants to, the team to set themselves out, then I don't think, you know, we should be looking to get rid of him. I mean, I know we've got Enkatia and I know that means he's got to make a decision between uh, one of those two. But, you know, if he can kind of rotate the pair of them, and I'm sure Enkatia is going to get game time. He, that's the kind of thing he alluded to in the interview because they asked about Lacazette and then and then he kind of said, well, you know, if Enkatia is hot on his heels and if he's ready next week and he's doing a better job, then I'll play him. So I think for, for, for Arteta, it's the best player best best man for the job in any specific role um i i personally i, Love I personally that, would like to see him stay jack because he he loved his comments yesterday by the way neil did you read the comments yesterday no, from i don't think i did was that about the, the it was about it, yeah i i just i really i think he's a really professional player was, i thought he was very we wanted him for about three years at leon and he was always very professional he never came out saying he wanted to go or anything like that but he basically said you know they said well you've been rumored to 
be in a swap with with party because you know that we, we're trying to raise funds and you've been obviously Atletico Madrid are interested he went well if, that, if that's the case he went I'm not happy with that he said I, 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 I wouldn't want to be involved in that he said you know I'm happy at Arsenal and oh, he wow. said I don't care what people say he also said he said I don't care what the what the board are saying or, or the people above me are saying he went all I care about is what that's the coach fantastic. is and if the coach is playing me and if he's confident in me you know I really like the quotes and, from him I've always liked the quotes from Arteta on Lacazette he's always he's always talked him one of his first things in his first few games when Lacazette wasn't scoring but he was mm. playing um, he, 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 he he would constantly praise Lacazette's work rate and how he was unselfish and he was doing such a good job for the team because he really was in that sort of area that wasn't a typical mm. role for him having to sit deep and play with his back to go a lot um, but hopefully the inclusion of the likes of Willian and, and people like this into the team maybe another creative midfielder allows Lacazette to be a bit more um, of a, of the striker that maybe we saw, you know, a, a season yeah. or two ago, you know, um, which would be great because he, he's finishing. He, he's very, he's a oh, very yeah. good finisher. He's a very good fi- uh, him and Abamyang rate wise across their career. They're about spot on. They're about a one in two, one in two mm, uh, finisher. Mm. I think it is. Um, so you know, it's not massively massively no. different. But um, I lo- I love just want you know, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I, I love the quotes from him. I love the quotes from from Arteta on him. I like you. I I would like to see him stay, but. If he does stay, I'll, you know, and he's performing, I, I feel like to 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 keep his value, we probably should extend mm, him a year. Mm. Do you know? I was going to say, you that. know, otherwise we're in the yeah, otherwise we're in the same predict. Yeah, I, I think he'd sign it. He's on one hundred and seventy-five mm. grand a week. Um, he's not going to get much no. elsewhere. I know Atletico and Juve are looking at it, but they're not going to no, get no. much more. So, so he'd sign it. But you, you know, let's not do what we've done with Abamyang again with other players that we we that, that mm. hold value. He will still hold value in a year's time. Lacazette at the age of thirty, he'll still hold some value. Um, you know, because you know, look at look at what we're doing to keep Abamyang. So I just I thought he, I was very impressed with Lacazette today. Very, I, I really liked the comments, and um, and I, I like you. I, I actually hope we don't do anything to the no. front line before the end no. of the transfer window. Um, I, I would rather keep it as it is. I know we've there's been talk about this on. And Edward Not interested. Celtic. He's gonna no. I mean, he's very. He's twenty two. He's a young French striker. He, he he's very good. Yeah, um, but, but you know, according to everything I read, he's gonna cost you yeah, thirty yeah, million. And sense. I don't know how he fits in. No. I, I was. Well, you, I, I've been thinking this ever since we've been rumored with him. I'm like, where is he gonna play? Like, well, what position? No, is he it would be play? a direct know. replacement for Lacazette, and apparently he plays across the whole front but, three but, again. So another hybrid versatility player that, yeah. that Arteta kind of. But liked, what I'm you know? trying to say is, if that's the case, then you've got Martinelli coming back. You've got like you got Enkatir. Well, how many people are you gonna start shuffling around? It doesn't make. Yeah. It, oh it, no, it would have to be only a flack. Oh of yeah, no. But but yeah. I, well, I don't see the point of that because we've got Martin and Enkatir then. So what's, what's the point of spending thirty million on this player where you can put thirty million and get bloody Partey? It doesn't make. I've told you for me, Partey yeah. is the that should be the first target, number one target. Yeah. But well, that's the rumor. That, that, that might be where like that might be the scenario where like as it leaves too though isn't it so it's it's yeah, one of those things there's a lot's like, gonna happen a lot's gonna yeah. happen but, I, but you I, know I, he's playing I, I love him as a player yeah and I, I think I, you said I it really last like week too him. that he's just happy to be with Arsenal you know what I mean he's he yeah. he he's uh, how did you word it last week I think you said uh, I'm paraphrasing you obviously but something about like he's not gonna you know, force for a leave somewhere else. He just wants to, to play with us and prove himself here. And that's what I love about yeah, him. And that's he why does. I think you, you just give him a one-year extension and, I don't know, you sell him at the end of that, you're probably not going to get anything for him at that point. He probably just leaves on yeah. a free somewhere. But, I mean, 
I think the partnership that he has with Aubameyang, I mean, the other thing too is if we sell Lacazette, I mean, is Aubameyang still going to play on the left? Because that's the whole thing about him is he prefers to play down the center, but he plays so well. Yeah, he's, he's not going to play set. He's not going to play center. So that's I, I, I mean, Arteta's never played him central. Never that, played that's, him central. And that's kind of where I'm like, the only reason I would ever even, th- at least let's go back, go back a year. The only scenario that I would have thought last year that we would sell Lacazette is to play Aubameyang through the middle. But like you said, Arteta doesn't like to play him through the middle. So I don't really see why we would sell him, especially when he's got two years no. left. I mean, it, if it's a, a ridiculous deal and we have to take it, sure. But I mean, if we're going to do it just to do it, I, I don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I think it's not the last we've heard of it. We're going to see towards the end of the transfer window. Obviously, Edu and Vinay and Arteta all came out and spoke yesterday, and you got the feeling that you know that, that a lot of stuff was going to happen late in the window, like we like we kind of mentioned on previous podcasts. So, so I think it's. Um, um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. Um, Neil, I felt we, we 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 controlled the first half after the early goal. Um, I didn't think it was vintage or anything like that. Um, but um, what were your thoughts on? Let, let's let's touch on Willian, mate. Mate, I I felt Willian was was going to start a lot of games this season, so it was no surprise for me to see him starting straight away. He's Premier League ready. He's, he's won everything in the league. He's got that experience. Um, and again, he's a two-way player that can play in multiple positions that Arteta is going to he's going to love and he's going to rely on. Um, I thought he started slowly, actually, in the first 20, 30 minutes. I think I said it in the text. I, f- I felt like he was a little bit isolated. We were playing down the left a lot, so it's probably not his fault. But, mate, Neil, three assists <laughs> on your first on your, on your Premier League debut for Arsenal. Um, you know, obviously the first one you can argue is a little bit, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, l- lucky or yeah. whatnot. But we're we're, we're going to count course. it just to um, well, just to, just yeah, more a few yeah. people to be honest. But um, but um, but especially the third oh, one. We'll, we'll touch on the third goal a little bit later. But it was it was it, it reminded me of the Saka ball for the community. Oh, Shields, it was the almost identical. It was a break like that. Yeah, it was a break like that. It was a lovely little crossfield pass. But what did you think of his overall performance, William? What do you think he's he, he's adding to us that we maybe lacked last? I, th- I, th- I think I, I said it in the in the last part. I think he's going to give us the extra key to unlock defenses to cause mayhem amongst the defenses, especially stubborn ones. Um, because at, well, at one time I thought Fulham were, were, were getting to look a little bit stubborn. I think even after the first goal, um, and they, they kind of tightened it up. But he just he, he just will add something different. He'll give us that flair, that versatility, uh, that unpredictability. And I just think he's got that drive and energy that we need. And he just doesn't stop. Um, and and I and I feel that that is the kind of player that we need. Where before we were so victim to kind of being clueless and not knowing what to do, and just moving the ball side to side and back again, and build up for something, and then suddenly it just it just loses momentum and we lose it again and 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 I think now we, we've, we've already sh- it's already shown even in this match and yes I know people are going to say it's only Fulham but again we have to play with who's in front of us I just you know what I'll, I'll tell you what and this is this is the, the players like Willan and Gabriel that have come in have added to this with my feeling when we went 1-0 up I didn't feel uncomfortable how my, how many times in the last few years where we've gone 1-0 even 2-0 up have we thought shit this still isn't enough we just don't whereas, whereas now since Arteta has change things especially in defense we are seem to be very comfortable very in control everyone knows their their roles everyone knows their positions we set ourselves up very very nicely and and i think he's fit he, he's fit his inclusion especially in, in in most of the games and i think you're right i think he's going to start a lot of them is is going to be absolutely key to us 
being different this season for the first time in, in many seasons. I think we're going to be very strong. We're going to be difficult to, to play against. And and I think him, he built himself in the up in the game as much very much like Gabriel did. I think you're right. They both started slow, but they both were, kind of embedded themselves in the game as time went along. And they both were brilliant. I actually felt... It was a toss-up between him and Gabriel for man of the match. I know it was given to Gabriel, but I yeah. felt it was a toss-up between those, those two because I thought what he added was magnificent. And and to be fair, I mean, you know, the the, the goal the goal that we, you touched on, where where it was very much like the one that Ober scored, scored in the Community Shield. Again, it was very much a team goal. Let's not let's not forget Elneny's role in that. He made he did a lovely pass, a lovely touch uh, to play on. I think to Willian or just 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 in the build-up to it. But it started again from. The the back and it's just showing you know it's starting to remind me a little bit of when we were playing fluently under Wenger when we were at our best you know we can counterattack very very quickly and very strongly swiftly one touch very cute and very very technical passes to each other and you know before they know it the opposition are like trying to defend a shot on target so you know I'm very very pleased with his performance I can't I, I think it's energy and dynamism for me it just adds that little bit extra spark maybe is the word I'm looking for that we've needed for a long time and don't forget we've got Sabas now in for a year at least you know, it's it's just so mouthwatering. I said it last podcast. Mouthwatering prospects for me. Yeah, yeah. I think I've got, I think it's early days. You know, I don't, I don't want to go overboard. We saw a good debut performance from Mikatarin. We all know who that was. <laughs> no, no, different kettle. Yeah, different kettle fish. Of course, different a different kettle fish. Of course, and, and, and we we we've said. On, on this podcast that we felt William was a and there's a reason that was the first signing there's a reason he wanted that type of player he talked about him yesterday Mikel Arteta how he can play in multiple positions how he's so um, you know vi- he's going to be really vital to us the way we play this season very interesting that he started on the right where there's maybe the most competition with you know the likes of Saka yeah. and Pepe being vying mm-hmm. for that position very very interesting that he, that he chose him for that p- spot but, uh, but uh, I'd, I'd put a strong amount of money if he, if he was fit for this season, touch wood, that he, he will start, you know, 26 plus games for us. I just think he's, um, he he offers something, like you said, he's got close control. I thought what I saw in the second half from him was his ability to carry the ball, to his, his ability in possession not to lose the ball and carry it. He's a very, very fit footballer right. for his age. Um, he, he can carry it and he is actually very, very useful defensively yeah, yeah. as well. He really does the job defensively, right? I saw him a couple of times come back, just dip the ball off a full and play, and we were on the way again. And um, you know, and, and Pepe has improved dramatically in that area. But this is just another kick towards Pepe. I think. I think it's just another kick to say, hey, you've been doing good, but you know, th- this is this is the level mm. now. So you mm. can keep it, mm. keep it up. And I, I, I think Pepe. I think he will this season as well. So I'm not concerned. But yeah, I think so. But um, what um, touching on the second goal and the player, Anthony um, Gabriel, you know, debut performance man of the match um, debut goal but it, it was so much more obviously the goal you know goalkeeper maybe a little bit um, of an issue but good downward header can't do much more of it but but a couple of times when I saw Gabriel you know one on one with a Fulham player running towards him what I really noticed was great stand up um tackler doesn't really like to go to ground which which is a blessing and w- which is very nice to see yeah, when you, after, you know you see Mus- oh, Mustafi yeah, skiing that, for the last five years yeah I don't want to say bad things about Mustafi but we know he goes to ground a lot and then but also he, he likes to engage early right I saw a couple of times Fulham players run it in him where we would have jockeyed and sat back in towards our own box and then you can't make a tackle he likes to step 
step to them early and try to try to make that challenge early, which I found was really significant. I mean, it's early days as a young centre-back coming in from France. He's had a really interesting career. He's been loaned out to Dynamo Zagreb, didn't make the Lille team two years ago, then took, took over from the captain you know, got him out of the squad and or out of the side and, 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 and was, was non-stop starter for, for Lille last season. So, um, but I thought he looked, I thought he looked really good, Anthony. And it, very interesting to see him in a way, even though it looked like a back four largely, but starting in the centre as well, um, Anthony, you know, even though it was on the left side of the four, but centre if you talk of it as a three. Well, yeah, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because we were talking before we started recording that, it was almost like a hybrid formation where we, you know, we would Tierney would rush back on defense if we lost possession, but then he would bomb up the field again once we got possession back. So um, I don't know if that's something Arteta wants to do all the time, or if it's just kind of glimpses of what he wants to do in the future that he's kind of playing out now because we're against a, you know, maybe not one of our strongest opposition, you know. Um, but I thought it was interesting. I mean. I, I kept thinking, and there was a couple moments where I saw like Aubameyang and Niles both like defending when, and then we had all of our defenders in the box. And I'm just like, we looked very tidy on defense just overall, I think today. And it was, um, it, it was nice to not, I wasn't like Neil said, we went one, one nil up and I was, I wasn't scared. I wasn't just assuming we would concede. Uh, like, you know, the past couple of years, I would just be like, yeah, of course we scored early, whatever. We're going to, you know, whatever. Uh, and today, I, it, I didn't once have that feeling. Um, obviously, there was that early scare that you guys already talked about. But yeah. aside from that, I really didn't have any concern at all. I, I've always felt like we maybe didn't put the game away, but we looked confident and we looked. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, Gabrielle once those first you know five or, or so minutes passed he just looked like he'd been with us for for a season or two already yeah so. yeah 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 that that's true that and that's 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 quite incredible when you think but again it's Arteta's way and you didn't feel is I mean I don't know how many goals but a lot of the goals we concede we know our way record is because of our own errors and the reason we feel more confident touchwood is is that we're making less silly errors oh, Arteta it's, you know, do you know what I mean? when we're making less silly errors everyone's doing their job they're not doing anything necessarily spectacular they're just not making errors right they're playing the ball out from the back but they're also you know keeping possession very well and and you know obviously the quality of the personnel really really helps and um, um, I think I think it's early days for Gabriel but I really loved what I saw today in everything again aerially yeah well, he won his know, most of his aerials we yeah. lack and but yeah, well, we've well, got well, him and Holding now and Holding's been doing all right let's let's, let's just mention Holding I thought he had a had a good game um, I don't think he didn't and um, wait 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 in fairness to us again I don't want to talk us up too yeah. much and act like we know more than other people but we do um, but you know. Um, we, we do know more though but I'm just um, withholding even last season when he came in right um, he came in I think away at Southampton and we won we said we, we felt we, we noticed a bit a bit of difference with Rob Holding and we felt a little bit more comfortable mm. with him and then he was dropped and, and, and then we came back in again and, and, we, and we always felt even though we We've said, you know, if he has to be sold, we, we, you know, we were okay with it. But we've always felt, you know, since he came in, considering his ACL tear as well, um, that he, he's done really well. It's, but it's incredible to see someone do that kind of... It literally looked like he was out mm. the door. And what it shows, Neil, like you said, is if you perform 
if you give everything, um, you're, 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 the opportunity's there for you. And Arteta's, he's done it with Niles, he's done it with, you know, holding, the Jack, yeah, Jacko, it's, it's, it's absolutely there for him, isn't it? And he's, t- he's taken it holding. I thought, he looked, like you said, I thought, he can't deny he looked fantastic as well today. He did, he did. And, and firstly, can you hear me, guys? Because I'm kind of losing you, Jack, a little bit there. You, oh, you can you hear me okay? Can I, yeah. can, I can hear you now. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Is there an issue um, yeah. on my end? I don't no, know. I don't know. I thought maybe it might be me, so I thought I might be losing you. But no, no, if you can hear me, that's fine. Just give me a shout if, if you can't. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I thought he'd done tremendously well. I mean, I, th- I thought he, he was, he's, he's solid. I mean, I, I was just thinking um, that you think, look at our, our defence now. If you include people like Niles, um, they're so strong. We've got Niles, you've got Louise, you've got Gabby, you've got Saliba, um, Holding. You know, they're all, you know, the, the kind of of big six-footer kind of players that you want. And okay, if you take Bellerin as, as the exception, but actually Bellerin wasn't too bad today. He actually manhandled a big player near the end of the mm. game. And, and he, all right, he, you know, and I thought he got a yellow card for it. But, you know, considering, I think Bellerin is starting to work, worm his way back in slowly, but surely. Yeah. Um, but holding, you know, even that little trickery he did, which led to the corner which Gabriel scored. I mean, I thought that was pretty decent, but he really reminds me, I said it on the WhatsApp group, he really reminds me of Tony Adams. I don't know why, but there's something so old school about him. I've noticed every time we get an offside decision that goes our way, he's clapping away in exactly the same manner that Tony Adams used to do. And I, I'm a bit of a nostalgic person. I, I always look back to the old back four and the olden days and call, call, call me old-fashioned, but I like seeing that, that he's a good old, old-fashioned defender. And yeah, okay, I know the game is moved on considerably since those days but sometimes we need that and I think it's a bit of a compliment with with you know we've got, we've got those two fantastic youngsters that have come in in Saliba and Gabriel and you know when required if Holding gets his chance and he's a consummate professional as well you know when he when he plays he can be dropped but when he comes back you know he does the job for me and and this is what Arteta was saying in his interview he said you know there was a strong link to Newcastle he was asked about it and he said look you know he's listening to instructions he's a great player uh, he, he, he's a great uh, professional and he's getting he's playing he goes what more does he want he's not going anywhere that's what Arteta said he said he's not going anywhere so yeah. well, and, you know, and when I, you hear that from your manager yeah um, and, and you know, the thing about Rob Holding too I'm sorry to interrupt you just real quick before we move on is we forget he's only 24 yeah, he's not. I, mean, I feel like point. we talk about him like he's like he's like twenty eight, twenty nine. I mean, uh, he's he's got plenty of time and room for improvement too. I mean, I think that I I don't know. I feel like people are like down on him just in just in general. And do you know what, I, I, Anthony? I, sorry to interrupt you as well. We're all interrupting each other because we're excited. But but um, but we we give Bellerin the, the leniency of post ACL tear rehab and recovery, and uh, people say you know you know you got to give him time. Holding's in the same boat. They tore it around the same time. Yeah. Um. They came back. I think Holding came back a little bit slower than Bellerin to be honest. So he's been mm. back less time, and um. So so if we consider that as well, and that Holding may you know match fitness and, and speed this may be the season where he comes back to the Rob Holding that we yeah. that we all believed you know w- w- was was a very very good centre back mm. one one you start to think you know is the writing on the wall for someone like Callum Chambers who a lot of fans like as well mm. if I'm being be honest I forgot hard. he was still with us until no, I saw it, a training picture which, a couple weeks ago I was like oh yeah and it, it would be harsh because we can't forget that Callum Chambers was probably one of our best centre backs when he got injured yeah, that, that's not saying a lot because we were all over the place but in fairness to Callum Chambers, but he would command a fee. I mean, there's already been talk of Fulham offering like 10, 12 million for Callum Chambers and things mm, like that. Mm. I so, would take that in an instant. Oh, oh my ab- God. Absolutely. I mean, I know we signed him for around similar price, but I, 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 
I really would because I, I, I find there's, they've got some similar attributes. They're different types of players, but in terms of their athleticism and things like that, um, I, I've always felt it a bit redundant keeping both anyway um, or having both on the book, especially as we've you know gone and signed two new centre-backs. But but that's something for, for another day. But like you said, I, I agree with you on Rob Holding. I think, um, like Anthony said and, and like you said, Neil, I think he's, he, he's sometimes a bit harshly treated because he's not you know the modern-day centre-back. Mm, that, mm. that is the ball-playing centre-back that looks all you know um, cute he's, he, he's someone that likes to he loves a one-on-one battle he was probably devastated that Mitrovic wasn't starting um, yeah you know, yeah I agree you know, he, revels I mean? he revels yeah, in he it he revels in it because it and that's the one concern you have is when he doesn't have that battle does he does he step you know does he try to get involved but I think what we're seeing from Rob Holding and what you're seeing from Mikel Arteta is, is, is that, that he's starting to believe in Rob Holding more and Rob Holding starting to Basically, you know, play a bit like the Rob Holding we knew before he got injured, and um, yeah. and in that case, is he good? Is he good enough to be one of our five centre backs? Yeah, absolutely, I think so. And of again, he is. Of the, he is. The, the offers there, it's, it was a loan deal. You know, if you think you can use a player and you think you're going to use him, don't loan don't loan him out. Yeah, if it's a it's, sale yeah. like Emmy Martinez, then maybe you have to consider it. But yeah. but if it's a lo- what's the loan doing for us? Getting wages off the books? His wages isn't that high. So yeah, I. I I think like, like we shouldn't forget about because it's very easy to go. Oh, look at Gabriel; he looked fantastic. He's our new signing, and he was. But I think Rob Holding deserves some credit there as well. And you just touched on Hector Bellerin, and again, there's rumours surrounding him as well. We don't know what's going to happen with that, mm. and I still have concerns for his physicality and athleticism mm. being back to the the old Hector Bellerin. But one thing I've been reminded of in the last few weeks is that Hector Bellerin is actually a, quite a good footballer. He yeah. is quite a good footballer. He's quite good on the ball, right? Intricate. You know, it being able to pass. He, did, he showed that today. Getting better a couple of moments he showed that today, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 you know, again, memories. You know, when players haven't been have been out for a year, etc. Sometimes you forget. But we remember some of the goals Bellerin scored against Liverpool, left footed, oh, yeah. right footed. You know, yeah, absolutely. And he, he, you know, he's technically for a right back that is now a position of pure athleticism. Mm. Um, he is he is a good footballer, to Bellerin. And if he can get back to somewhere close to his athletic ability. Um, again, he would be a player that I probably would like to keep around if possible and if we could sell elsewhere as well. So that's really interesting at point mm. as well, I think. But um, obviously, great goal. By oh, Jack, great... Oh, did I cut out? Or, um, or are you boys? Yep, you're good out? now. No, oh, you're good so, now. Um, um, or maybe I'm having issues. Um, so, um, but... Um, yeah, great! Great to see Gabriel scoring his debut. Fantastic! I can't remember the last. Yeah. Back. I think the last centre back that scored in his debut was Vermaelen, off the top of my head. Yes, um, right. left footed as well. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a screamer. I think it was a, it was screamer. a screamer. He was. Yeah. He came on and scored about seven goals in the first eight matches or something. Yeah, it was mental, wasn't it? But then he started to think that he was like this sort of you know Andre Pirlo kind of yeah, like, and, um, yeah. you know just pinging balls. But it um, was exciting at the time, though, Jack. I tell you, it was so well, exciting. It was. Was bloody a defender, and he's like scoring every game for Christ. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a good footballer for Marlon. But again, was, you know, and, um, injuries kind of cost him as well a little yeah. bit. But um, but yeah, get back to the game. So to two 0 up, you know, straight after the first, uh, after the sort of second half restart, and um, at that point, I felt we we started to play much more comfortably. You know, as, as Wenger would say, you know, a little bit with a handbrake off, if you like, mm-hmm. and. Um, and and I, I felt like you know you know we started to play football that that you know maybe in these types of games that we'd considered that we 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 were struggling to do you know in terms of being 
comfortable on the ball, dominating the ball, creating chances. Obviously, had Willian hit the post from a free kick in the first half. Yeah, don't forget uh, that. I think, should have done better in the second half. I think it was after his goal where he went around the goalkeeper, but from a great ball by Hector Bellerin, from oh, what I remember. That was, that was the bit trickery I was talking about, yes. Yeah, that was it. yeah fantastic through ball. Um, but, Neil, let, let's touch on the goal. Again, It's uh, I think it's a back-to-front goal. Again, I'm trying to go back to it on my, on my stream again. Um, but it's a back-to-front goal for Aubameyang. It's the goal of the match, obviously. But Aubameyang is getting to the point where you kind of felt with Henri, so, you know, where as soon as he cut inside, you're celebrating. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, I, that's how I felt. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, how many times has he done that in the last few games? Mm. I mean, it's mm. just, and, and it's when and how many times has he so scored well? from that position? Like, that exactly. It's become his trademark, like. Anthony. Like, like that's exactly, trademark. that's like where he scores. Like, I, the second he got, the second William sent him the ball, I knew it. I was just like, that's a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, what a, what a goal it was, um, Neil. Always great to get your, your your top scorer off the mark on the on, on day one. I used to love it when I saw you know Ian Wright score on day one and Thierry Henry, mm. and it just fills you with a bit of cult. You're like, yeah, they're off the mark. Here we go again, you know, kind mm. of thing. Mm. And um, and it's a great goal, and it's a great move. It's a great goal. It's something we've become accustomed to under Arteta. No, absolutely. And the thing is, I thought that he was quite quiet um, throughout the game. Um, maybe not necessarily all his fault, but then you just know that you've got some a player of his caliber that can that can do something in an instant, in a second, and it's it's very much become his trademark, I believe. I mean, you you mentioned that it was very similar to Henri gets in that position, bang, you know, it's a goal. You're you're off celebrating even before the the ball hit the back of the net, and it has become like that. And what I liked about this and the significance of him scoring, as you just touched on there in the in the first game is that he's carrying on that momentum because God look he got two goals in how many times he scored at Wembley five times plus a penalty in in the, in the semi-final and then the final and the charity you know the community shield and he's carrying that momentum on which I like to see and the other significant thing about it Jack is both him and Lacazette um, Lacazette not Lacazette who scored the first goal it was Lacazette, yeah, it was Lacazette yeah. 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 yeah so both both your two forwards have scored in the opening game away away yeah. from home it's significant it, 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 it it's 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 a statement of intent and it's and it shows that this is the, you know that we carry on as we mean to go on kind of thing i don't know what that phrase is but you know what i mean and and it's and as i said it's just it's just a continuation of i know it's a different season this this year because of covid and it very much feels like we haven't even had a break so yeah it's slightly different but officially one season has come to an end and another one started and he, and he's still continuing in the same vein and that just gives us hope that gives us hope that even if we're having a difficult game he just needs that one moment and he can do something like that and, you know take it on his right foot and bang it's gone you know the, the goalkeeper no matter who you are in the, in between the sticks you ain't going to save that and it's just a confidence thing that's the other thing the, the, the level of confidence that that man has got is beyond you probably can't even measure it at the moment but it also leading back the whole team the way they played you know El Nenny was involved I can't remember who else involved but Willian it was, it's such an identical ball almost a sister what Saka did um, you know you can literally swap you could probably put the two replay side by side and there would be hardly any difference even with, even with the finish so it's great to see it's just fantastic to see yeah yeah I was jumping off my seat for that one because it's just uh, yeah it's fantastic to see yeah great team 
in goal. Uh, Lacazette held the ball up well, but great from yeah. Willian again. I think it might be, was it Bellerin down the line? I can't recall to Lacazette. But, and only um, had a touch. He had a really good touch. Yes, he did. he did. He did. He did. He was part of the build-up as well. Yeah. So great, great to see it when it's back to front like that. And, um, mm. you know, our switch of the play is becoming something that we're, we're, we're really kind of used to. And, yes. um, and uh, yeah, great to see Willian involved and integrating so quickly. And um, Bamiang, like you said, you know, you just even saw, I don't know if you saw the friendly one that we lost to Villa, but you see that goal. It was ridiculous. He's got two in there, didn't he? Yeah, but there's one. His dad posted a video because it was no one had any video of it. Oh, but right. His dad, but and it was like thirty yards out, top right angle. Jesus, it was, unbel- it was the same thing, you know. Cut inside, and and you know when you when you're good, you can't stop that. You can't. You, you might know what he's doing. You can't stop it anyway. So, yeah. um, Yaya Orba um, Accuracy asked about Willian's performance. Thank you. Um, he said, Anthony, what do you think of Willian's performance? And I think we touched on it. Um, so I just want to mention your your question. But let's do a few more questions. Um, did we pay too much for Willian Melvin? No. Marks, I think he's joking. He's in tongue in cheek. If we well, buy, I tweeted, hello, I Melvin. Hello, Melvin. Be all right. How much do we pay for him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then all the Chelsea fans will come out with, oh, but you know, if you take on a signing on fee and you add it to his wages and divide it by seventy-four, then you Sound come out. Breaks. Yeah, yeah. So he was able to play the season last season. They just refused to announce it. Um, yeah. So. Um, oh, uh, another question from Melvin uh, Neil. Actually, Anthony, take it. If, if we buy a quality central DM like um, like Neil is asking for, can <laughs> Xhaka be sacrificed? Anthony, personally, I think that's Ooh. not going to happen. I think Xhaka is really vital. I thought it was very good today again, by the way. I, I, I don't thought. see why we would sacrifice him. No, I don't see no, it like, happening. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, and, and what context d- d- does he mean by sacrifice? Because drop him some games because Partey has to play? Oh, mm. sure. But I don't see us selling him. I don't see us no owning him. You know, I think he's, like you said, he's a vital part of this team. I mean, last season, after the restart, his partnership with, with Ceballos, I mean, why change that? And obviously, if we get Partey, you know, he's got a feature. So we'll worry about that if and when we get there. But I, I don't see any scenario where he gets, you know, dropped for an extended period of time or he gets sold. No, no way. Yeah, no, I don't see it. I, I, I don't see it either. And I understand where people are coming from. They see limitations as Jacker and they want to see a progressive midfield. But he's but the thing is, he's improved. Yeah, but he lot. knows his role now, Jack. Yeah. Well, he knows what his role is and he's letting the other, his partner, do all the creative stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, there may be a bit of a conundrum and if we do get, well, I'm, I'm going to say when we get part I'm, I, I, we just need that player. But I, I, not to the detriment of someone else. No, if it's going to be a, a sacrifice of someone else, then no, I wouldn't want... We wouldn't want that. I want no. Partey to come and you, in and I want him to come and enhance the squad, not to beat yeah. it. And you need numbers in there. I I still expect Torreira to to go. He wasn't part yeah. of today. I expect Guendouzi, if there's any offer on the table for him to still yeah. go. I know there's been a part I'm worried we're stuck with him. I, 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 I am as well, to be honest. And um, you know, it's a possibility that you know you could rehabilitate. You know, we didn't think it could happen with Xhaka, so I'm certainly not going to turn it down with um with the ability of Guendouzi. I don't. I personally don't see it. What, mm. what I, pe- I think people forget with Guendouzi, they say, oh yeah, he could come back and do a, a U-turn. But even before this happened. Guendouzi started four in fourteen under Arteta, so he wasn't an Arteta player anyway. No. He was there. He was never a player that Arteta went. Well, he's going to be, you know, like like Emery did. He's going to be my 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 guy, go to guy. He was never really a starter under Arteta before the problems off the field existed. So that's where I think you know you rehabilitate all you like, but what are you rehabilitating to? To the point of Guendouzi being a bit part player again. That's mm. all he ever was under Arteta. Same with Ferreira. So I, you know, you lose those two, and suddenly your midfield 
you know needs depth and strength. So you got you know bringing in someone like Partey, then rotation of of three players into two with the amount of games we're playing in a season that's five weeks shorter than it was before. Um, having to play the same amount of games, you know, it's it's vital. Sorry, Anthony, you wanted to add something. Oh, gone. Oh, did I lose Anthony? Might have lost Anthony. Anthony said he oh, reconnected. Oh, he's there. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Look, a little bit of thought in this day. Yeah, there you go. That was, that was his. Uh, that was his Danny Sabayos coming out. Um, <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's, it's, it's all funny. forgiven. It's all. Hey, when you get when you lose connection, it's all forgiven. Um, Neil, just uh, to we'll get Anthony back on in a second. We're, we're almost done here. I just want to okay. have a more questions. Um, oh, cool. Just got a few more questions. That I got. I'll get to them. Um, I think I forget. His name uh, at eleven underscore uh, Kagalo. Do you remember um, our Twitter friend's name? Back on top soon. Um, oh. um, I forget. I'm terrible. Oh, I hang on, hang on. Let, let me see. I think I saw a question. Um, let's see if I can well, grab it. And uh, anyway, anyway, let's um, let me get the question to you, yeah? and we'll okay. discuss it. He says, um, "Oh yes, yes, I've got it. Yes, it's um, eleven underscore." Yeah, Kagelo or something. I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. But yeah, yeah, it's on on top soon. Yes, yes, I'm sorry, but um, um, buddy, I'm going to ask you again what your what your what your name is. I forget on on Twitch. I'm terrible with names. But um, he says, who else is worried about our players? Ankles, Lacazette, and Jacka. How calm was Leno's performance today? Well, I saw Jacka roll his ankle, and obviously, you know, there's something that happens. It was good to see Jacka get back up from that. But then, obviously, we subbed him. Yeah. Um, we know he had an ankle sprain against City in the first game and a restart. I don't remember if it was the same ankle, mate, but um, if it was, maybe that little tweak is is is, is just a tweak and maybe he's okay. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was sensible to bring him off quite early. Um, we were 3-0 up at the time. There was nothing to keep so. playing him through it. Hopefully it's just a just an irritation. Just open up the ankle ligaments a little bit, but hopefully it's not something that sets him back like we uh, used to see with uh, Wilshere, you know, whenever he rolled his ankle and whatnot. Um, mm. But, uh, and then he says, how, how was Leno's performance day? Neil, obviously we talked up um, again, another one, we, we, you know, it's important not to forget how, how good Leno was either. Um, oh, God, but before, yeah. And I, I thought, you know, I'm looking back and watching the game, obviously he didn't think he had a ton to do, but no. what he did do, I thought he did very well. Yeah, no, just what you want, exactly what you want. Someone who's been out from an injury, he's come, but he's had a keeper who's come and replaced him, who's absolutely set the world on fire. And then he comes along with your right and he must have so much pressure on him. He He's going to be the most scrutinised player at the moment on the pitch, probably for a few games until this kind of settles down. And I think then once we all accept, I mean, it's inevitable that it looks like Emil's gone now. Um, and... Uh, uh, Emmy, not Emil, the idiot. Uh, Martinez is gone now, and um, once I think the fans get used to that and that they know he's he's he's, he's left the club, then I think the the pressure will come down on him slightly. I think we've got Anthony back. I think the pressure hey, then. Yeah, will come... I'm not. I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened. I no, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. You're all good. So, so I think I think that the pressure will then come down. But for him to come to, in this game, the opening game of the season, um, and he, he, again, just that first incident might have been a little bit of a a, a stain on the performance but that wasn't his entirely his fault and he recovered it well so going on from there just like just like Gabriel just like Willian he came into the game he, to me I never ever was worried when he was there when he was called upon which wasn't much but I wasn't worried when he was needed I think he had a, a couple of couple of shots that he just got to smother I didn't I didn't have any problems with him at all and, and to play in that situation where you've got a spotlight on you and you're under tremendous pressure and you haven't played uh, a a top tier game for a while because of injury um, full marks to him 
Yeah, no, 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 no issues. Absolutely, and you can't forget it can't be easy for him in a way because we, you know, he, he missed the Europa League final because Czech was chosen. Yeah. Then he gets injured, and we go and win two trophies without him. He's yeah. sitting there going, "God, I've done a lot of the, I've done a lot of the graft groundwork." Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 I, and I've not got to enjoy or be there for 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 that success. And now I've got a team that's you know used to winning and and won trophies, and I'm mm. coming back into that team. Mm. So it requires a lot of confidence from him, but also from the centre-backs to start believing in him again and, and yeah. getting used to having that player behind you. We said what kind of confidence Emmy Martin, Martinez kind of had, built yes. into the back four and the back five. And we hope we start to see um, that again from Leno. But I thought it was a good game to return to, to be honest. He's going to have you know, tougher games. You're right. But do you know what? I think um, from what you just said there, Jack, I think that can also be a positive that he's he's missed all of the the, the, the good, the, the success, if you like, with the, with the two trophies specifically. But that can be a drive that, right, I, I was involved. I was like literally player of the season for, for the club uh, or, or up there, there and thereabouts in the top three. And, you know, I've done all the groundwork and as you said, all the grafting and they, 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 was, they, they got something out of it as a result. So now I yeah. want to be a part of it and see it through to the end. You, do you remember that happened with Perez? He was, he was brilliant and he got injured and he missed the, 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 the last few games. Yeah. But, but they, were all, they were all bowing to him when, when we lifted yeah. the trophy. Yeah. You know, it's something like that. And, and that, that, I think, although it's very sad, but I think that can also inspire a player that, right, I'm, when I come back, I'm going to be a part of that. I want to taste a piece of that. And that's what we need from all the players. Yeah, Anthony, yeah, exactly. Oh, Anthony's. Anthony's on multiple connective devices here. <laughs> uh, I was swapping back, from, there. Uh, from back and forth. Look at him. <laughs> like, I, I can't mute my phone. I thought, uh, I thought you're twinning my headset on my phone. Oh, so I have go. that back from my iPad. Very high um, tech. Um, Anthony, um, just, we were just touching on um, you know Leno's performance. We got asked a question um, from about Leno's performance, and um, we said felt we did very very well. But um, and it's good to you know obviously he's got the confidence of the coaches, right? They they, they They've gone and sold the goalkeeper that's done really well for the last 10 weeks. That's the confidence of the coaches. Again, Arteta's, I'm sure, at some point sat Bernardo down and said, look, you're our number one. Um, we're confident in you. Come back and, and, and play play, play like the way you used to, you know, and play the way you have done. And he did very well for Germany, I think, in midweek against Switzerland. I heard that he, he was very good. I didn't watch it, but I heard he was very good there. So, you know, hopefully, my, my hope is that, you know, he continues exactly where, where he left off and where Emil Martinez left off. Our goalkeepers have set a very high standard. So, um, that the hope is he's less busy, though. I want him to be less busy than he was um, for his periods um, last season. And today he was. I think, I think Fulham had maybe five shots on goal. We had 13. We had, you know, 55% possession. You expect that against a team like Fulham, with all due respect, um, to dominate the game and dominate the ball. Maybe you expected to dominate the ball a little bit more, but the way we play at the moment isn't necessarily too concerning with that. But overall, a really good performance. Really, really good um, win. Um, let's do because I don't think I'm going to do another podcast before the West Ham game I don't plan on it um, so we play West Ham at home I think next weekend obviously we can sit back now that's the one good thing about the early games isn't it Anthony you can sit back and, and, and watch the other games unfold and I know some teams aren't playing this weekend because of you know like City and things like that I don't think they play yet until the second or third week of the of the of the season but um, you can sit back and watch and, and hopefully you know we're still sitting at the top not that it matters too much but still sitting at the top of the league at the end of this weekend but um, as you've got West Ham at home they are I mean we haven't seen them yet but they, they're certainly having some behind the scene issues with um, you know the likes of you know they, I think they sold one of their best youngsters and then their players came out on Twitter and um, 
were, were complaining about it. They're terminating Jack Wilshere's contract. I'm hearing, um, oh which is which is incredible. What's happened to him? Oh, yeah, his brother's got a lot to say about that one, isn't he? Yes, yes, he knows. I I was a fan of Jack Wilshere. Oh, yes, right, fair enough. It? Yeah, I mean, well, I didn't. I you know. It, I think, to be honest, off the field and injury stuff probably cost him. To be honest, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah we're not, we don't want to dwell on that too much. But obviously, some issues. So, Anthony, what what um, what do you reckon the score is going to be? And give me a first score. I don't think anyone got three nil for this game. I think Neil said three one. Yeah, is that right, Neil? So you, three one. Yeah, three, I one. said two nil. So we will call it a draw. Um, <laughs> call it a draw. I don't know. Um, go on, go on, Anthony. Give me a, a score. The first score. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say two nil. I'm gonna say Williams going to be the first score. 2-0 Willie oh nice I like that brilliant um, and like, real like, quick okay. real quick just remind me after this I have, I have one last thing I wanted to bring up oh yeah no problem I'll go back to you Neil uh, predictions mate uh, I will go 4-0 and I will say 4-0 yeah yeah 4-0 and I, I'm that confident 4-0 uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll say Bamiang again Oh, yeah. yeah, well, I can't argue that. I'm going to go uh, 3-1 to Arsenal. And I'll say uh, Lacazette. 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 Okay, Lacazette. Fair play. Fair yeah, play. Yeah, Lacazette. So, great. Um, boy, um, again, I'm sorry if it wasn't as uh, in-depth stat analysis as we, you know, maybe sometimes do on the details of each aspect of the game. Um, and this it's tough for me to do it straight after. Straight tough. after, yeah. You don't get all the time to kind of rewatch, And I'm sure we missed a few things. I'm yeah. forgetting that great ball from Xhaka early on to a oh, Bamiang gosh, in the yeah. high. Do you remember yeah. that one? Yeah. Where Bamiang hit it straight to goalkeeper. Oh, that was better, a great ball. Oh, great yeah. little lofted ball over the top from Xhaka and we're mm. very good at getting Aubameyang in behind on that left sort of side yes. right. yes. remember when yeah. there was this argument that oh, I can't keep playing him out of left no one says mm. it anymore do they they just no. they no. just go you know keep doing what you're doing and, um, it's, and again, it's all down to Arteta the whole thing everything we're seeing is down to yeah, all of it is and yeah. he, oh, one thing I'll just quickly say he was um, I didn't watch the I, I, I actually do like the background audience noise because I miss the, fa- the fa- audience noise fan noise yeah. I do miss yeah. it yeah. but but um, uh, they, I think I think uh, the pundits were saying that if you're listening on the ones which, which is just the, just the pitch noise, they said that Arteta from start to finish was orchestrating the whole game. The hot he was every instruction duh, 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 yeah. in all the all the five different languages. Bang, I bang, did bang, notice bang. that at certain points, and yeah. and and you know what that just says everything about the man. He's he's class. He's class. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And obviously he's been given a new title, hasn't he? And you know, manager responsibility. Yeah. I, you know the way I see that. I mean a lot of people can look into that on the restructuring of the board etc. and things like that. But I and just you, saw it as you give him more responsibility to the guy that you you started to oh, trust. Hundred percent. That's that's the way I saw it. But and um, and James has just put on our group that apparently everything's. Like He's put a picture that Danny and uh, Enkatira are fine. That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, that. Uh, oh, sorry. On, on, on his Instagram. Sorry. No, it's, well, that's what I was trying to say when I disconnected earlier. Is um, on his Instagram, Danny showed a picture of uh, Eddie and, and Danny. He said, "No problems here, my brother." And the peace sign. So, uh, it sounds like they're good. So, like I said, if it's just a matter of Danny's pissed, he's not on the pitch, and 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 it didn't escalate to anything personal. I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know, Guys, the blokes do this all the time, don't they? That's they, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, they, they, I like it. Be yes, you know, no problem with it. it. We wouldn't have done stuff like that. We would have been too nicey-nice to do things like that. And we, um, Enough of that. We're not doing so, that anymore. We need Sabias to become a team the, to be feared. Sorry, yeah. guys. We Sabias need to become a team is, to be feared. Absolutely. Um, one thing I just wanted to touch on before we... Uh, uh, did I get your prediction? No, I did. We got yeah, you did, did. didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Again, I don't want to read too much into the squad emissions, but... The Nelson one, if it's just literally like 
you know you're you're not in the, you're not made the squad today. I I think you might we might see him. I still think we might see him go out on loan, especially if he's not making squads and he's fully okay. fit. Um, I I do think I start to look at Willian and and think maybe especially if we're not you know selling Lacazette or anything like that. There there's an extra player in there and 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 where's the where's the movement? You know, and I, I think Nelson might be the one to to be loaned out. I hope if we do, I hope we loan him to a Premier League club that he can't play against us, but he can play mm. against all the flipping other big teams yeah. that do a job. That's, you said that last week, and yeah. that, that's what I said last week when, when I was editing the show. Yeah. I was like, why don't we do that with more players? Absolutely. I'd consider it with one of Willock or Smithrow if you're not going to use one of them. Smithrow's apparently injured both his shoulders. I don't know what he did. Oh, I think jumping. they yeah. said he's hoping to be back by the end of October. Jeez. Okay. I mean, uh, Smithrow oh, is a, a very injury-prone player. I so mean, could this uh, be another Jack Wilshire then, do you think? I hope not. Bags I don't really know where talent. the injuries are coming from, but um, I don't see him loaning out uh, Willock. He's featured today, but I don't see him loaning out Willock necessarily, But um, because he, he, he does use him a lot from the he, bench, but... But um, yeah, like, like, I've like, got, like I've got such high hopes for Martinelli. I, I, I think I've got the same for Smith Rowe. I think he's got so much potential and talent. He could become such a great player. But God, these injuries—that's that's a bit worrying. It really is. Um, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's obviously lots of stuff to happen. Hopefully by this time we talk next week post West Ham game. Obviously, hopefully we've won it, but hopefully also Aubameyang's deal is official. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, it's literally official with every person other than, you know, the Arsenal um, uh, admin. So, you know, they're obviously, you know, building up to something, but there is a strong feeling that, um, I mean, Arteta said yesterday, he said, I, well, I, I, I tell you to be more relaxed on it than I told you before, basically. So, I mean, they were interviewing him and they and he said, and he says, you know, they're saying, oh, definite contender for Golden Boot again this season. He was like, well, yeah, I hope so. This doesn't sound like a player that's going. It's just ridiculous. No, it the never he, felt like the, that. The way, the way he's playing, the goal he scored, you know, I mean, <laughs> Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, no, he's no, giving no, it no. his all. You know, like Anthony touched on, he was even involved in a couple of defensive. If you're a player that's going to another club, you don't want to risk yourself with any kind of injury, especially defending. So, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think the situation is just a matter of maybe there was some kind of paperwork that just needed to be finalised and we're all just on you know, on the edge of our seats. But uh, he's not going anywhere. I don't no, no, no. It'd be I, nice I, to I, see... I, something catastrophic has to happen for him to be leaving us. Yeah, mm. yeah. And the deal sounds very lucrative, doesn't it? It sounds like he could build up to being the highest earner at the club, which is not what we expected, I don't believe. Um, we, we expected it to be maybe 250 grand a week. I'm not really concerned with what it is. I'm just concerned with the player being, you know, being here and performing. I feel like we had to keep him. And, and, and the difference uh, is, I'm okay that. with players earning that if they're playing the way he plays. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, that's, that's the thing is like, it, it's, we don't, I'm not even going to get into, you know who, but that's yeah, the, the problem we have with that is that he's not earning that on the pitch. And if Obama is playing the way he is, then he's earning it. So yeah. uh, I'm okay with it. You know I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought the third shirt looked great. Just ordered mine. Looks very, oh, very it's nice. beautiful. Yeah. It's, 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 well, I think it's one of our nicest um, third shirts for a long time. I really mm. like it. I like the the way Adidas is doing the the sort of unique patterns in the background. On oh, and I love the video. Well. Did you see the video? Yeah, it was it. fantastic. Oh, Arteta, was have fantastic. you ever seen Wenger at the forefront of a shirt video? By the way, I mean it was literally Arteta like walking out like he's God, wasn't it? And um, well, yeah, absolutely. I've got no problem with it. But I, I was watching it thinking, I don't ever recall Wenger being even part oh, of the video. 
Oh, but maybe he doesn't like that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe not. And you know, Arteta's you know a bit more. Yeah, you know, he wants to be involved with a lot of things, doesn't he, Arteta? So, but um, yeah, so no, no, absolutely, yeah, no problem with it. Oh, yeah, but great video, great to involve the, the women's team as well. Yeah, it on was the video. I, lo- I like that. I like that. And um, but just I really like the shirt. I, mean, I saw images of the shirt a few months ago, and I, I always said, you know, I was hoping it was our away shirt in a way because I was like, I want us to wear it more. But yeah. very interesting that we wore. To, I, can't, I don't know. You know, we don't wear the third shirt that much in Premier League games. So very yeah. interesting we wore it for a first one. But um, yeah. well, maybe always, to promote it as well. Yeah, of release. course. Get the old sales in. They've already got two of mine. The lucky gits. Um, <laughs> well, they've got to do something, haven't they? The well, what numbers? Are you, back. What numbers you order? Uh, do you know what? I, I haven't ordered names for a long time because I can't trust in players to actually stay and be successful. <laughs> well, that's why I was telling you because um, I, don't, I don't have yeah. any named ones. So I, I think go my, and get my first an old name, name one's probably just going to be right. Uh, yeah. I don't know who else That's it. You should Henry, always go and get a player that you know did it for your club than one that you think is going to do it but then ends up leaving six months later. Yeah, you know that's horrible. Like, that happens, yeah, because yeah. then you just don't wear the shirt anymore. You know, mm. and um, so so I'd go back and put Henri on it or Burke. Rocky Rose, Rock, Rock, yeah, Rocky be or one. Ian Wright, you know, or, or you know, Adams, yeah. if you like that. Like, all that stuff, I understand that. I mean, you, but you do sometimes, you're watching, you just love a player and you want to get him on the shirt. So I can understand that as well. But mm. no, I, I don't do the names on the shirt. I do it for my daughter, I put her name on it, but that's about it. But um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, lovely shirt. Boys, we'll be back post West Ham. Anthony, thank you so much for always editing yeah, and thanks, getting Anthony. these podcasts up. Thank everyone else for, for listening and, and, and tuning in. Um, Again, we don't, we don't want anything in terms of, um, you know, um, donations or Patreon or anything like that but what we do love is interaction on the Twitter feed we love that um, so you know if you get questions into us or you got feedback for us on uh, how negative I am or whatever it is um, we no, we do like that because it makes the pod flow a little bit better and it's always good to bring the questions in so just go to at Purely Arsenal FP on Twitter and um, you post your questions like you've been doing thanks to Melvin thanks to a few few, few others yeah. that posted questions in the last Willie few minutes always um, yeah, Willie, we're yeah. always on top we can't pronounce your name we're so sorry or we will be on top yes back on top soon yeah sorry about that soon, um, yeah. you, you tell, you're going to tweet us your name be upset with us but apologies but you always tweet the pod and always get questions in So and there's but, many others that always retweet and support us so many others and we want yeah. so, we're so thankful to all of them um, and Anthony can you please leave your expletive in as you were cutting out it's quite funny oh actually. yes there was an expletive as uh, Anthony <laughs> cut out he was very upset with his own wife I think um, but it was good leave it in yeah absolutely <laughs> oh that that was on the recording that's nice. yes, very authentic <laughs> Very authentic. But, um, in, man. That's, boys, that's, I'll, I'll leave it. Whatever. That's 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 funny. Boys, we're, we're top of the league. Let's top go. Of the league. Let's, let's, let's win next week. Let's win next week, and then you know, then we, you know, then we believe in, and who knows what can happen this season? It's a big Quad. season ahead. Come on, believe in Quad. You got believe in Neil. All right. Yeah. yeah. When do we? Uh, when do we start Europa League? I believe it's the Carabao Cup before we start the Europa League. So I don't oh, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we've got West Ham, then we've got Leicester in the Carabao Cup. And I think yeah. that's where you'll see Guendouzi and Ozil. That's yeah, the game you'll I see agree. them playing. And I've got yeah. no problem with that. I don't, good prediction. I mean, for o- oh, I don't want to go over it. But for Ozil, nah, I, I, don't, I don't mind the reintegration to a certain degree for these players. But um, I, I, I would find it odd to fully reintegrate them into the the first team, especially with you know with Ozil, with what I'm seeing on the on the pitch with Guendouzi. I 
just find it hard to see him really being as coachable as maybe Arteta would want. But you don't know because he's a young player, things can turn around. So mm. um, we'll see. We'll see if they are both here come the end of the window. I think one definitely will be the other, maybe 50-50 at this point. Not a lot of offers coming in for him, apparently, for Guendouzi. So um, that's quite interesting, isn't it, to see that? But, but yeah. you know, we're going to talk next week and I'm sure there'll be transfer news alongside the match to talk about. But Anthony, yeah. thank you so much for editing. Neil, I'll send you the name. We're going to call this one King William the Third. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank it. you to my dad again for that really, yeah, podcast. Bat- we never get enough comments, by the way. On we have the best, best podcast names. We really do. We have the best podcast names, no question, hands down. Find me another podcast that's better with naming them, and I'll I'll say you're a liar. You're a liar. And that, um, and that's one of my favorite things because every time you you guys finish the pod, because I'm obviously not on it regularly, and you you'll send me the description for the pod, and I'll always like the first thing I'll check is the the name of the pod that you send me and I'll yeah. always have, have a nice little chuckle over it. It's all down to my dad and then do you know what he, he, he knows it so well now that when the game's going on he's tweeting me names he's going call it this oh no I called it that because of this he's, he started when Gabriel scored he said call it smash and grab Smashing Gab, sorry, Smashing Gab. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's quite good. But then we obviously dominated games one three nil, and he went, oh, no, I've got to call it King William the Ferg. Oh, I do like that. That's really um, good. Yeah. So I love that. So this is the kind of levels that go into this podcast, and it's free. You're robbing us blind. Unbelievable. Um, but no, thanks for always tuning in. And uh, boys, be back. Uh, uh, Come on, you, Pleasure. Up the Arsenal.